Chapter 12, verses 14 through 26 of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels, Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 14 through 21. Then the Pharisees went out and held a council against him, how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all and charged them that they should not make him known, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, my beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall show judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not strive nor cry, neither shall any man hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed shall he not break, and smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory, and in his name shall the Gentiles trust. Hilary, the Pharisees are moved with jealousy at what had been done, because beholding the outward body of a man they did not recognize the God in his works. The Pharisees went out and sought counsel against him, how they might destroy him. Rabanus, he says, went out, because their mind was alien from God, they took counsel how they might destroy life, not how themselves might find life. Hilary, and he, knowing their plots, withdrew, that he might be far from the counsels of evil-hearted. As it follows, Jesus, knowing it, departed thence. Jerome, knowing, that is, their designs against him, withdrew himself, that he might remove from the Pharisees all opportunity of sin. Rigmigius or he withdrew from thence as avoiding the designs of his own when they persecuted him, or because that was not the time or place for him to suffer, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish out of Jerusalem, as he himself spake. The Lord also shunned those who persecuted him through hatred, and went thither where he found many who were attached to him from affection, whence it follows, and there followed him many. Him whom the Pharisees with one consent plotted against to destroy, the untaught multitude with one consent love and follow, whence they soon received the fulfillment of their desires, for it follows, and he healed them all. Hilary, on those whom he healed he enjoined silence, whence it follows, and he charged them that they should not make him known, for his restored health was a witness to each man, and by commanding them to hold their peace, he avoids all ostentation of himself, and at the same time, notwithstanding, affords a knowledge of himself in that very admonition to hold their peace. For the observance of silence proceeds from the very thing which is to be kept silent. Rabanus. In this also he instructs us, that when we have done anything great, we are not to seek praise abroad. Rigmigius. He also gives them command that they should not make him known that they might not, by persecuting him, be put into a worse state. Chrysostom, and that you may not be troubled at those things which are done, and at the incredible madness of the Pharisees, he introduces the prophet's words, for such was the carefulness of the prophets, that they had not omitted even this, but had noted all his ways and movements, and the meaning with which he did this, that you might learn that he spoke all things by the Holy Spirit, for if it be impossible to know the thoughts of men, much more to know the meaning of Christ, 
unless the Holy Spirit revealed it. Therefore it follows that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant, whom I have chosen. McMegius, the Lord Jesus Christ is called the servant of the Almighty God, not in respect of his divinity, but in respect of the dispensation of the flesh which he took upon him, because by the cooperation of the Holy Spirit he took flesh of the Virgin without stain of sin. Some books have elect whom I have chosen, for he was chosen by God the Father, that is, predestinated that he should be the Son of God, proper, not adopted. Rabanus, whom I have chosen, he says, for a work which none else has done, that he should redeem the human race and make peace between God and the world. It follows, my beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased, for he alone is the lamb without spot of sin, of whom the Father speaks, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Mygmigius, that he says my soul is not to be understood as though God the Father had a soul, but by way of adoption, showing how God is disposed towards him. And it is no wonder that a soul is ascribed to God in this manner, seeing that all other members of the body are likewise. Chrysostom, this the prophet puts in the beginning, that you might learn that that which is here said was according to the counsel of the Father. For he that is beloved does according to his will who loveth him. And again, he that is chosen does not as an enemy break the law, nor as one being an adversary of the legislator, but as one in agreement with him, because therefore he is beloved. I will put my spirit upon him. Rigmigius. Then also God the Father put his spirit upon him, when by the working of the Holy Spirit he took flesh of the Virgin, and as soon as he became man, he took the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Jerome. But the Holy Spirit is put not on the word of God, but on the only begotten, who came forth from the bosom of the Father, on him, that is, of whom it is said, Behold my servant. And what he will do by him, he adds, and he shall declare judgment to the Gentiles. Augustine, seeing he preached the judgment to come, which was hidden from the Gentiles. Chrysostom, further to show his lowliness, he says, he shall not strive, and so he was offered up as the Father had willed, and gave himself willingly into the hands of his persecutors. Neither shall he cry. So he was dumb as a lamb before his shearer, nor shall any hear his voice in the streets. Jerome, for the way is broad and wide which leads to destruction, and many walk in it, and being many, they will not hear the voice of the Savior, because they are not in the narrow, but in the broad way. Rigmigius. The Greek word platia is in Latin called latidio. No one, therefore, has heard his voice in the streets, because he has not promised pleasant things in the world to those that love him, but hardships. Chrysostom, the Lord sought to heal the Jews by this mildness. But though they rejected him, yet he did not resist them by destroying them. Whence the prophet, displaying his power and their weakness, says, A bruised reed he shall not break, and a smoking flax he shall not quench. Jerome, he that holds not out his hand to a sinner, nor bears his brother's burden, he breaks a bruised reed, 
and he who despises a weak spark of faith in a little one he quenches a smoking flax augustine so he neither bruised nor quenched the jewish persecutors who are here likened to a bruised reed which has lost its wholeness and to a smoking flax which has lost its flame but he spared them because he was not come to judge them but to be judged by them id in the smoking flax it is to be observed that when a flame is out it causes a stink chrysostom or this he shall not break a bruised reed shows that it was as easy for him to break them all as to break a reed and that a bruised reed and he shall not quench a smoking flax shows that their rage was fired and that the power of christ was strong to quench such rage with all readiness hence in this is shown the great mercy of christ hilary or he means this bruised reed that is not broken to show that the perishing and bruised bodies of the gentiles are not to be broken but are rather reserved for salvation he shall not quench a smoking flax shows the feebleness of that spark which though not quenched only moulders in the flax and that among the remnants of the ancient grace the spirit is not quite taken away from israel but power still remains to them of resuming the whole flame thereof in a day of penitence jerome or the reverse he calls the jews a bruised reed whom tossed by the wind and shaken from one another the lord did not immediately condemn but patiently endured and the smoking flax he calls the people gathered out of the gentiles who having extinguished the light of the natural law were involved in the wandering mazes of thick darkness of smoke bitter and hurtful to the eyes this he not only did not extinguish by reducing them to ashes but on the contrary from a small spark and one almost dead he raised a mighty flame chrysostom one might say what then shall these things be always thus will he endure for ever those who lay snares and are mad against him far from it when his own work shall be all complete then shall he work these things also in this he signifies saying until he shall send forth judgment to victory as much as to say when he shall have accomplished all things which are of himself then shall he bring in perfect vengeance then shall they receive punishment when he has made his victory illustrious that there be not left to them any irreverent opportunity of contradiction hilary or until he shall send forth judgment to victory that is until he shall take away the power of death and bring in judgment and the return of his splendor Libanus. or until that judgment which was being done in him should come forth to victory for after that by his resurrection he had overcome death and driven forth the prince of this world he returned as conqueror to his kingdom to sit on the right hand of the father until he shall put all his enemies under his feet chrysostom but the things of this dispensation will not rest in this only that they who have not believed should be punished but he will also draw the world to him whence it follows and in his name shall the gentiles hope augustine thus last we now see fulfilled and thus this which cannot be denied establishes the truth of that which some have denied through ignorance the last judgment namely which he will hold upon the earth when he himself shall come from heaven for who could have expected that the gentiles would have hope in christ's name 
when he was in the hands of his enemies, when he was bound, scourged, set at naught, and crucified, when even his disciples had lost that hope which they had begun to have in him, that which one thief hardly hoped on the cross, the nations scattered far and wide now hope, that they may not die forever, they are marked with that very cross on which he died. Let none then doubt that the last judgments will be by Christ himself. Rigmigius. And it should be known that the meaning not only of this passage, but of many others also, is supported by this testimony from the prophet. The words, Behold my servant, may be referred to the place in which the Father had said above, This is my Son. The words, I will put my spirit upon him, is referred to the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the Lord at his baptism. He shall declare judgment to the Gentiles, to that which he says below, when the Son of Man shall sit in the seat of his majesty. What he adds, he shall not strive nor cry, refers to the Lord, how he answered but little to the chief priests and to Pilate, but to Herod nothing at all. He shall not break the bruised reed, refers to his shunning his persecutors, that they might not be made worse, and that in his name shall the Gentiles hope, refers to what himself says below, Go ye and teach all nations. Verse 22 through 24. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed, and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Gloss. The Lord had refuted the Pharisees above when they brought false charges against the miracles of Christ, as if he had broken the Sabbath in doing them. But insomuch as with yet greater wickedness they perversely attributed the miracles of Christ done by divine power to an unclean spirit, therefore the evangelist places first the miracle from which they had taken occasion to blaspheme, saying, Then was brought to him one that had a demon, blind and dumb. Rigmigius. The word then refers to that above, where having healed the man who had the withered hand, he went out of the synagogue, or it may be taken of a more extended time, then namely, when these things were being done or said. Chrysostom. We may wonder at the wickedness of the demon. He had obstructed both inlets by which he could believe, namely hearing and sight, but Christ opened both, whence it follows, and he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. Jerome. Three miracles were wrought in one and the same person at the same time. The blind sees, the dumb speaks, the possessed is delivered from the demon. This was at that time done in the flesh, but is now daily being fulfilled in the conversion of them that believe. The demon is cast out when they first behold the light of faith, and then their mouths, which had before been stopped, are opened to utter the praises of God. Hilary, not without reason, after having mentioned that all the multitude was healed together, does he bring in the cure of this man separately, who was a demoniac, blind and dumb. For after the man of the withered hand had been brought before him, and had been healed in the synagogue, it behooved that the salvation of the Gentiles should be represented in the person of some other afflicted man, he who had been the habitation of a demon, and blind and dumb, should be made meet to receive God, 
should contain God in Christ, and by confession of God should give praise to the works of Christ. Augustine, for he that believes not is truly demoniac, blind and dumb, and he that has not understanding of the faith, nor confesses, nor gives praise to God, is subject to the devil. Id. This narrative is given by Luke, not in this place, but after many other things intervening, and speaks of him as dumb only, and not blind. But he is not to be thought to be speaking of another man, because he is silent respecting this one particular. For in what follows he agrees exactly with Matthew. Hilary. All the multitude were astonished at this which was done, but the jealousy of the Pharisees grew thereupon, and all the multitude were astonished, and said, Is not this the son of David? Gloss. Because of his mercy and his goodness to them, they proclaim him the son of David. Rabanus. The multitude, who seemed less learned, always wondered at the works of the Lord. They, on the other hand, either denied these things, or what they could not deny, labored to pervert by an ill interpretation, as though they were wrought not by a deity, but by an unclean spirit, namely Beelzebub, who was the god of Acharon. The Pharisees, when they heard it, said, This man does not cast out demons, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the demons. Rigmigius. Beelzebub is the same as Beel, or Baal, or Bifigor. Beel was father of Ninias, king of Assyria. Baal was so called because he was worshipped on high. He was called Bielfigor from the Mount Figor. Zebub was the servant of Abimelech, the son of Gideon, who, having slain his seventy brothers, built a temple to Baal and set him up as priest therein, to drive away the flies which were collected there by the abundant blood of the victims. For Zebub means a fly. Beelzebub, therefore, is interpreted the man of flies. Wherefore, from this most unclean worship, they called him the prince of the demons. Having therefore nothing more mean to cast upon the Lord, they said that he cast out demons by Beelzebub. And it should be known that this word is not to be read with D or T at the end, but as some corrupt copies have, but with a B. Verses 25 and 26. And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? Jerome, the Pharisees ascribe the works of God to the prince of demons, and the Lord makes answer not to what they said, but to what they thought, that even thus they might be compelled to believe his power who saw the secrets of the heart. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Chrysostom, Above they had accused Christ of having cast out demons by Beelzebub, but then he did not reprove them, suffering them, if they would, to acknowledge him from further miracles, and to learn his greatness from his doctrine. But because they continued to maintain the same things, he now rebukes them, although their accusation had been very unreasonable. But jealousy wrecks not what it says, so that only it say somewhat. Yet does not Christ condemn them, but answers with a gracious mildness, teaching us to be gentle to our enemies and not to be troubled, even though they should speak such things against us, 
as we neither acknowledge in us nor have any reasonableness in themselves therein also he proves that the things which they have said against him were false for it is not of one having a demon to show mercy and to know the thoughts moreover because this their accusation was very unreasonable and they feared the multitude they did not dare to proclaim it openly but kept it in their thoughts wherefore he says knowing their thoughts he does not repeat their thoughts in his answer not to divulge their wickedness but he brings forward an answer it was his object to do good to the sinners not to proclaim their sin he does not answer them out of the scriptures because they would not hearken to him as they explained them differently but he refutes them from common opinions for assaults from without are not so destructive as quarrels within and this is so in bodies and in all other things but in the meanwhile he draws instances from matters more known saying every kingdom divided against itself shall be brought to desolation for there is nothing on earth more powerful than a kingdom and yet that is destroyed by contention what then must we say concerning a city or a family that whether it be great or small it is destroyed when it is at discord within itself hilary for a city or family is analogous to a kingdom as it follows and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand jerome for as small things grow by concord so the greatest fall to pieces through dissensions hilary but the word of god is rich and whether taken simply or examined inwardly it is needful for our advancement leaving therefore what belongs to the plain understanding thereof let us dwell on some of the more secret reasons the lord is about to make answer to that which they had said concerning beelzebub and he casts upon those to whom he made answer a condition of their answering thus the law was from god and the promise of the kingdom to israel was by the law but if the kingdom of the law be divided in itself it must needs be destroyed and thus israel lost the law when the nation whose was the law rejected the fulfillment of the law in christ the city here spoken of is jerusalem which when it raged with the madness of its peoples against the lord and drove out his apostles with the multitude of them that believed after this division shall not stand and thus which soon happened in consequence of this division the destruction of that city is declared again he puts another case and if satan cast out satan he is divided against himself how then shall his kingdom stand jerome as much as to say if satan fights against himself and a demon be an enemy to a demon then must the end of the world be at hand that these hostile powers should have no place there whose mutual war is peace for men gloss he holds them therefore in this dilemma for christ casts out demons either by the power of god or by the prince of the demons if by the power of god their accusations are malicious if by the prince of the demons his kingdom is divided and will not stand and therefore let them depart out of his kingdom in this alternative he intimates that they had chosen for themselves when they refused to believe in him chrysostom or thus if he is divided he is made weak and perishes but if he perishes how can he cast out another hilary otherwise if the demon was driven to this division to the end that he should thus afflict the demons even thus must we attribute higher power to him who made the division than to those who are thus divided 
thus the kingdom of the devil after this division made is destroyed by christ jerome but if ye think ye scribes and pharisees that the demons depart out of the possessed in obedience to their prince that men may be imposed upon by a concerted fraud what can ye say to the healing of diseases which the lord also wrought it is something more if ye assign to the demons even bodily infirmities and the signs of spiritual virtues end of chapter 12 verses 14 through 26